0: Hello and welcome back. You are listening to another episode of the Seconds Flat Running Podcast. This is mile number two. I'm Travis, along with Ben. We are presented, as always, by Run In at 1942 Augusta, your Greenville Running Specialist. Tonight, special guest interview coming up in a minute, as well as an overview of our favorite places to run in the upstate and western North Carolina. But first, let's pick up with a little bit of the discussion from last week. We are going to touch on some marathoning news to begin with. Galen Rupp, Prague Marathon champion, headed to Chicago. We threw out some ideas where we'd see him next. This was on our list. He is the defending champion at Chicago. Rupp, as well as teammate Jordan S.A. from the Nike Oregon Project, will both be returning to Chicago this fall. Probably going to look to Boston again next spring. And then maybe we'll get a shot at something faster in the build-up to the 2020 Olympics. The other big news was on the track. It was conference championship weekend. We are building towards NCAAs. Three big storylines we wanted to touch on as we scan the landscape across the country. Syracuse, Sydney, and Southern Cal. Ben, tell the people what happened at the ACC meet in Miami.
1: So the story of the ACC meet was the Syracuse Distance Men domination. To put in perspective, Syracuse as a team scored second overall in the competition, scoring 108 points. Only 28 of those did not come from distance events. Breaking that down for you, uh, six out of the top seven in the 5,000 were Syracuse runners. They had five runners score in the 10,000. They went 1-2 in the steeplechase, and they had a fourth-place finisher in the 1500.
0: Yeah, that's a a pretty impressive performance by the distance squad from the Orange. Take us to the SEC.
1: This weekend in Knoxville, where the SEC meet was contested, superstar freshman and Olympian for the University of Kentucky, Sydney McLaughlin, set a new NCAA record in the 400 hurdles. She finished this race in a time of 52.75, lowering the record, obliterating the record, from 53.21.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see what Sydney does at NCAAs, if she can lower that even more, because she did chop into a few hurdles there, and as great as she is, I think she can be even better moving forward
1: definitely and what's crazy is that the plan leading up to this outdoor season was not even to race the 400 hurdles but to work on her technique and race the shorter hurdles and the flat events
0: yeah coach Edric floreal didn't think she was ready to transition so that's right the plan was not 400 hurdles which is her event and she has proven a quick study as she continues to improve i'm going to send it out to the west coast now pack 12 Woo! was my meet of the weekend Southern California breaks up the Oregon Pac-12 Conference dominance. Nine consecutive years sweeping men's and women's championships. Broken up by the Trojans. Among the great performances from the USC women, Kendall Ellis. A meet record 49.99, just breaking 50 there in the 400. The coverage from the Pac-12 Network was also of note. I thought they did a great job. I was locked in for three and a half hours. That was a pizza and a pineapple juice kind of night there, <laughs> Benji. We didn't break away from the distance races too much. Did some, some split-screen stuff with the field and the, and the longer distance races. USC women get the victory there. Oregon men victorious once again. Uh, Sam Prakel making Versailles, Ohio proud. winning the 1500 and coming back and scoring some points in the 8 as well.
1: Good old Sammy P.
0: So good action over the weekend, but we're really getting excited for NCAA regionals and national championships coming up early June. Going to have some special guests coming in for those in the upcoming weeks. For now, joining us, newly minted 3,200-meter state champion in South Carolina, sophomore, still a precocious pup from Greer High School, Cohen Roberts. Cohen, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: It is our pleasure. Let's talk about the state championship race. Uh, 9.27, not a PR, but a great time, and definitely a product of championship-style racing. Could you describe the final lap for us?
2: Going into the final lap, I was about half a second ahead, and I knew I needed to break second place fast, so the first 200 was about 30 seconds, and then... I continued that through the next hundred. The last hundred I was dying. Had a little bit of uh, Cesarek arms, but
0: um, <laughs> just holding on for dear life at that point.
2: Yeah, and it seemed to work out. So yeah, that's good.
0: So the early move was was the way to go with with 400 left. Uh, what was the time on the final lap? Uh, it was a 63. Split so. a 63. Pretty good performance there.
1: That's my 400 PR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did the earlier laps, the the first seven laps, play into? that final lap the way you closed Uh,
2: me and uh noah from east side we decided to go for it we traded laps we wanted a faster pace we came through 70 71s for the first mile just to make it honest you know we didn't want a huge sit and kick between a lot of guys
1: so you set that plan up with noah uh what was the plan you and your coach had beforehand or was there a plan in place
2: uh me and my coach didn't really make a plan. I planned with uh Noah, he was taking laps one and two, I did three and four, he did five, and then I took the last three.
1: So describe that feeling on the podium.
2: It was a feeling of accomplishment. I achieved the goals for the season, ultimately, you know, winning state, that was the main thing.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty huge coming back from that uh four by eight hundred the night before. You were also entered in the sixteen hundred, which was supposed to be ran before the thirty two. Could you explain the decision not to run it?
2: I knew I didn't have as much chance in the sixteen hundred, and it was the weather outside was brutal. So Frightful. I decided to uh, <laughs> drop the sixteen and choice of a uh, better shot of winning thirty-two.
0: Awesome. That's a that's a smart man. I, when he says it was rough conditions, I mean ninety plus degrees that day, and. Um, played for a championship I respect the heck out of that going to going to win a championship because ultimately that's why we're out there to race it's it's not a time trial and I think we saw that from all the NCAA uh, conference meets this weekend you're going to see more of it coming up people who are racing to win not necessarily setting PRs at this time of the season can we maybe take a step back and rewind through your spring uh, what did the training look like in the spring? Maybe just average mileage, uh, some typical workouts, that kind of thing.
2: Uh, through spring, I hit high miles for me, about 60 to 65. My typical workouts, I did a lot of tempo, working up to about 30-minute continuous. I also did 1Ks, about 77 per lap or 312 for those.
0: Nice. So it sounds like you built it on a lot of aerobic stuff, not necessarily just pedal to the metal hammering kind of approach but a aerobic build-up through the season healthy throughout the season
2: yeah i didn't have any setbacks throughout the season other than just allergies but i
1: hear you on that no i do have a question because you haven't always been a guy known for your kick Mm -hmm. uh what in the last year have you worked on to help develop that because a year ago dropping a 63 at the end of the two mile would have been out of the question for you so what's changed in that time
2: Uh, A lot of it, I think, just came from growth, but we also started, uh, at the end of every workout, we'd close with a hard 400, and that definitely had
0: something to do with it. Yeah, were you thinking about that at that last lap? You've been there, you know what that hard 400 at the end of a hard workout looks like, and now it's just one more rep?
2: Yeah, it was just like a workout, it was a plan. I knew I was going to win at that point.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Now, uh, that's a great accomplishment, um, but... Around these parts, you're known probably for a couple other things more than that. One, Flow Track Kick of the Week. Check that out if you people haven't seen it out there. Man. Yeah, but two, the event of the spring. We've been building to this. The 400-meter grudge match is upcoming. You'll be on the track. Benjamin Sessions, my co-host, will be on the track as well. Some of the other finer, (laughs) high-caliber 400-meter runners from the area as well. Uh, This weekend... What do you have to say? Lay the gauntlet down for Benji.
2: I mean, Ben over here hasn't rained in a few weeks, and if you visit his scrunners, you can see his, he hasn't broken two in the 800, so I'm not thinking he has the 400-meter speed.
1: As rebuttal for that. Yes, please. Speed comes back quickly, so I will do strides the day before <laughs> the race. I have split 50.9 in the 400 on a 4x4 in high school, and God. that's pretty much all I have. As <laughs> rebuttal, I'm I'm taller than you, so if need be, I will step on you since it's a waterfall start.
0: Well, from what I heard, it sounds like you're not even really worried about Ben. There's other no, people no, you're thinking about. Not worried about.
2: about Ben at all. Yeah, you know, he's one of the littler guys. He's not on that caliber. I'm I'm more worried about Tyler Fish in particular, William Barnett, because being the state champ in boxing, even if I beat him, he might, you know,
0: <laughs> that is true. There could be repercussions afterward. Okay. So yeah. kind of leave leave sessions at the line, yeah. and then the real competition will get started. <laughs> so let's uh, let's transition away from track a little bit. What's the plan for the summer?
2: Uh, in the summer, I'm planning to go up in mileage, hit 75, probably top. A few, few doubles, you know, double runs twice a day throughout the week. You know, just consistent miles, no re- really speed workouts or anything, just building a nice base.
0: What kind of downtime are you going to take here before the summer picks up?
2: Uh, For the next few weeks, I'll probably just run like 70 to 80% mileage. I've been running like 40 a week, so, you know, just a nice break.
1: So your team had a pretty good season last fall, and you return all of your scorers. Um, what are the goals for the team this year?
2: Well, we're definitely hoping for that state championship. All other teams losing some of their top runners, and we're we're keeping
0: all five, so it's looking good. From a team that finished well at the state meet last year, what's your favorite place to race in cross country, and why?
2: I like any courses that are hard because it makes it more about the actual racing, so probably Dorman, even though I haven't ran there in a while.
0: Man, I love that answer. That's real cross country. Places where you gotta work, and you gotta race, and surge, and respond, and turn, and maybe get a little muddy, all that beautiful stuff.
1: Definitely. Sort of talking about running, not necessarily. Um, What are your long-term goals?
2: Well, I want to uh, continue running throughout college of course I want to attend college and hopefully make that a lifelong thing you know
1: do you have any idea what you would want to study in school
2: Uh, I'm more into math and science particularly like physics uh, something along those lines
1: awesome
0: and what about you know we look at you now as the new 3200 meter state champion specifically to distance running uh in track what uh what event and distance is your favorite and what might you want to compete in moving forward
2: The 3200 is definitely my favorite, but the 1600 is a close runner-up because in the 32, you have time to respond, and it's more mental games. You have to be mentally tough Mm -hmm. just as much as you have to be physically capable.
0: Yeah, Benji and I have talked about this before. The 1600 sometimes is is more like cross-country where you got to be ready to throw a punch and surge, and it is that mental grind in the 3200 a little bit more that kind of separates it. Uh, Okay, we're going to move ahead here to the bell lap. Gonna get some rapid fire for you. Um, get your responses to the inner musings of Cohen Roberts. All right, Cohen, who is your running idol?
2: My running idol would definitely be Prefontaine. I respect the way he ran
0: a lot. I thought you'd pick Todd Roberts. Uh, first thing you want to eat after a big race? Ooh. Probably something like cereal. That's
2: one of my favorite foods. Ooh, wow.
0: Okay. Uh, What shoes are you running in right now? Uh, Nike Vomero's. The Cadillac of Cushion.
2: Average hours of sleep per night? I usually sleep from 10 to 6, so about 8 hours every night.
0: A well-rested champion. Uh, What piece of advice would you give other young runners?
2: uh definitely just keep working even if you don't see results immediately you know
0: that's a brilliant piece of advice and i know you're a bit of a video gamer what are we playing right now Ooh, a
2: lot of fps shooters you know like PUBG. no i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know what any of that means but keep going i like it
2: play some card games as well
0: oh solitaire you
2: know, no like uh hearthstone or a lot
0: of nerdy stuff attaboy love it all right cohen thank you so much for coming in excited to see you continue to grow and improve in the coming years uh looking forward to getting out cross country and watching you run this fall again sophomore state champion 3200 meters in 4a ran the fastest time of the day in 927 cohen roberts thanks for coming in bud
2: for sure thanks for having me
0: our pleasure So let's transition now to our Chamber of Commerce Tourism Bureau section of the show. We're going to talk about where to run local. One of my favorite ways to explore a new place when I visit a city, when I'm on vacation, is to find somewhere great to run and just see something new, get out, enjoy the area. So for anybody who's visiting upstate South Carolina or western North Carolina, or maybe you live here and you're just looking for somewhere new to run, We have compiled a list of our 5 favorite places to run in the upstate and our 5 favorite places to run in western North Carolina. So let's kick it off right here in Greenville with the Swamp Rabbit Trail, Uh, probably the most popular site on our list. The Swamp Rabbit Trail is a multi-use bike, run, walk trail that stretches through Greenville for about 20 miles. If you were to start downtown, you'd be near the middle of it, and you if you headed then east and south, you'd be going right into Falls Park, the jewel of the Greenville landscape. And her rushing waters. There it is. The uh, Falls Park is a great little tourist spot that you can run through, and when you head out that direction, it'll take you down towards Cleveland Park. Uh, good run through Cleveland Park with the uh, zoo right nearby. There's several loops that you can get on there in the park. And where the the trail splits off and heads in different directions. Also right there in Cleveland Park, running parallel to part of the trail, you have actual dirt trails. My favorite in that little area is the Eagle Trail. Nice stretch there. There's a couple other spots near the Swamp Rabbit that we'll talk about that give you that opportunity to get off the harder surface if you like to run on dirt or grass. If you head the opposite direction from downtown, you got a pretty good stretch that you can run on the Swamp Rabbit, north and west from the city, all the way up past Traveler's Rest. Uh, In that stretch, about four miles from downtown, there is a uh, measured spot on the trail of 2K that's measured at least every 200 meters, and you got the 800, you got the K, you got the mile the 2K all marked that you can use. So if you want to do a workout and get off the track uh, and and do it there, maybe you're training for a road race, that's a great spot to do intervals on a measured distance part of the Swamp Rabbit Trail. And from there, as you head a little farther north, you run up to the campus for uh, Furman University, uh, which I'll touch on a little bit more in a minute, which is a good place to run. Also in the stretch that's north and west of downtown real close to the city though you have the croc center which has a nice turf field in the back that's right adjacent to the trail you can use uh, barefoot running i like to do strides there at the end of my runs and then there's also a dirt loop a little bit farther down up by our friends at carolina triathlon that you can use to get on some soft surface as well I like to take it all the way up past uh, Traveler's Rest for some of my longer workouts. I got a nice 30K out and back that takes me up through TR. And you get a little bit of elevation change as you get out past Furman. So you can do some hill stuff up there that's kind of nice, uh, but really flat here near the city and just a great place to run, a busy place. Other people are going to be out running, especially out on a Saturday morning. The trail is always busy, but it's, it's a, a great place to deal with uh, very minimal traffic. There's there's very few road crossings, so Swamp Rabbit Trail in downtown Greenville is definitely at the top of the list. And I mentioned Furman. The Furman Lake is right off the trail, but there's a nice loop to run around the lake there. But uh, part of the reason Furman is the second place on our list is if you want to do some track work. Furman's got a great track that's often available. You can warm up around campus. Campus is beautiful. Uh, As I said, you have the lake that you can run around. And then there's also a set of dirt trails, uh, one that actually runs uh, directly parallel to the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Dirt trails that go around the perimeter of campus that are really nice to run on as well. So that's a great spot if you want to check out the campus while you're in town. And depending on the time of the year and uh, access, you might be able to get over onto the other side of Furman out near where the cross-country course is, which holds... uh, Good cross country races annually. So, there's the first two places right near town here in Greenville that are worth checking out. Benji, take us out of the city a little bit and uh, let's get on some true trails.
1: Gosh, I love trails that are true, like those that are found at Paris Mountain State Park. Paris Mountain State Park is a 1,500 plus acre state park located here in Greenville. A cool accommodation with this state park is that on Saturdays it is reserved. For runners only On Sundays it's reserved for mountain bikers only They host a variety of races uh, At the 7k, 12k, 16k, and 50k distances And Benji's not going to
0: say it here But I'm going to put it out there We are listening to a reigning 12k champion at Paris Mountain Go ahead, Benjamin
1: Thank you, Travis Uh, I love Paris Mountain because of the amount of hills you can get in there And a variety of hills, too so all local runners know about sulfur springs trail there are two sides you could run up sulfur springs one is an extremely technical side very rooty in which it's considered a great feat if you're able to run up the whole thing without walking and the other side is nice smooth switchbacks which are very runnable aside from the state park there is altamont road which if you run from the track at the Furman university campus It would be four and a half miles to the top. It's about a 10% grade. Continuous switchbacks the whole way up. Very daunting. You imagine yourself at the top the entire time and keep thinking it's around the next corner. It's really just put some hair on your chest.
0: Yeah, a famous local road racing landmark there at, at Altamont. But let's go back to the mountain bike comment you made earlier. Sunday only mountain bike on Paris Mountain i want to give a quick shout to our friends over at piney mountain bike lounge a great place to start your bike ride up paris mountain and also a great place to stop afterwards they got a bar in there pretty neat little shop
1: yeah definitely i know myself and former 12k course record holder james brooks dusted him love to launch from there when we run up the other side of that road altamont that i was talking about earlier
0: cool and uh when you're finished with a run at paris mountain what's your favorite thing to do big fella
1: Gosh, hop in and go for a swim in that nice, cool lake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's head east out of town a little bit. We're going to go over towards Spartanburg, another great place to run at uh, Millican Arboretum. The campus there at Milliken has a dedicated cross-country course. They have both 5K and 8K courses that are great rolling terrain they have hosted conference championships for the Southern Conference and Atlantic Sun in Division One, D uh, D2 NCA champs were there uh, not long ago.
1: The NJCAA championships that's, were there that's in right. 2013. Yeah,
0: uh, and they hold the second biggest high school cross-country meet in the state every year at the beginning of the season at the eye-opener. If you want to go see Cohen Roberts this fall, that'd be a good place to check him out. He's the one in front. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Milliken's a great spot. I like to uh, do some hill work there too. Ben was mentioning hill work at Paris Mountain. It's a different kind. You can really get some good repeats in on the grass surface there. And on the course, uh, the, the 5K course begins with a of an extended about 400-meter gradual downhill that i will use and go the opposite direction come up against that to the start box and and get some good hill work in there and then actually parallel to that at the finish line is another good spot where you can do hills as well so it's a great rolling terrain soft um, easy on the legs unlike ben who's just easy on the eyes and
1: ben's going to take us west now uh out towards clemson to god's country And in Clemson, they have the Issaquina Experimental Forest. Uh, This is the stomping grounds for the Clemson University cross country team and Daniel High School. So my favorite part of the experimental forest is the 10 mile out and back on the dam road, as they call it. Uh, This is a dirt road that runs parallel with the lake there. Tons of rolling hills, loose dirt. Um, It's a great place to run fast and get in some change of pace work. Uh, there's also tons of single track trails that link from the side of that road so it's easy to add on more or if you just want to stay on single track trails you can get in countless miles out there
0: cool so as you can tell uh, ben and i are fans of getting off the uh, hard surface and getting on some trails and we're going to continue that theme for you up in north carolina now so let's get our top five from western north carolina i am going to start at dupont state forest right across the state line from south carolina This place has over 80 miles of trails and roads. Many of the roads are are dirt roads. It's a really beautiful landscape. You have a combination of waterfalls, mountains, lakes, uh, rock outcroppings. It's also just a great place to hike if you'd like to do that instead. At a little over 3,000 feet of elevation, it's about as close as we're going to get to actual elevation here. The air is just a touch thinner up at DuPont. I am training for a fall marathon out in Utah and so I'm going to try to use DuPont a little more here to uh, get some of those elevation changes that I'll see uh, when I head out in October. It's also, as a little movie trivia tidbit, the site of filming from Last of the Mohicans. Great a movie. A favorite of mine from the 90s, with Daniel Day-Lewis looking like he was chiseled out of marble in that movie <laughs> in Adonis. Going a little further north uh, and east towards Asheville, We have the Shut-In Ridge Trail. Shut-In was my New Year's morning run for 2018 on a day when the wind chill was well below zero and my water pack froze. But I had a great time out there. Beautiful setting. Shut-In Ridge Trail was actually built between the Biltmore Estate, America's largest private estate, and the Vanderbilt's Hunting Lodge, uh, about 17 miles away over on Mount Pisgah. So you have beautiful views here uh, after a, a steep first climb within the first couple miles up Shut in. You're going to get a view back out over the Biltmore Mansion, over the French Broad River. Uh, so especially when the leaves are down, it's a really, really scenic run. There are a number of really steep technical ascents and descents and plenty of spots, though, also where it opens up and you can get moving a little bit. You're running parallel for parts of this to the uh, Blue Ridge Parkway, which is also a beautiful drive, but if you're lucky enough to be there like I was on New Year's Day when it's shut down for weather, you can get out on the road and get scooting out there a little bit too. Great race at shut-in. Every November shut-in ridge trail race, an annual Asheville tradition. I recommend doing shut-in from the trailhead at Bent Creek River all right, right down near the uh, French Broad Valley, you are adjacent there to the North Carolina Arboretum, which is also another great place to run. Ben, give me something that you really like up in western North Carolina.
1: So my favorite place to train in western North Carolina is called South River Road. South River Road is located between Landrum, South Carolina, and Tryon, North Carolina. It's a 13-mile rolling out-and-back gravel road along the South River. Um, My teammates at North Greenville University and I used to call this Suffer River Road because no matter what, when we went out there, we couldn't not run fast. Uh, You're surrounded by equestrian centers. Uh, Converse College has their equestrian center at the end of this road. And then a ton of horse farms. It's low traffic, a very wide road with long sloping turns that are just fun to run. In the fall, they also host a half marathon, which is point-to-point, and follow it with a massive potluck breakfast. It's really close off Highway 26, so it's super convenient if you want to go for a quick drive up there and pound out some miles.
0: All right, I'm going to take you to a sneaky good spot now, (laughs) a little bit east of Asheville, on the way out on Interstate 40 towards Black Mountain. That's the River Trail at Warren Wilson College. And I've run up here a few times and really enjoyed it. You have a base trail of the River Trail that's a six mile out and back along the river. Uh, really pretty run. So you're kind of in some wooded area. You have the trees. Oh, there's even some uh, bamboo forest there as well. To the left, you have the river on your way out. And then to the right, uh, you have some really great farm scenes from the uh, college farm. Just a great bucolic almost Norman Rockwell-esque painting scene, and then you turn it around and you flip it at about three miles and come right back on the same trail and just flip that scenery to the opposite side, and it connects to a bunch of campus trails and rural roads that you can use as well, so it's not a huge mileage site, but a really pretty place to get in a nice trail run that's not super technical. Next, we will wrap it up with our fifth spot in western North Carolina, and one of our favorites that is Lake Summit. Uh, Lake Summit is in Zirconia, North Carolina. It is right across the border again from South Carolina, and you can park at the Tuxedo Park to get access to the dirt roads there. It is a 15k loop that is mostly dirt road you do get some paved areas as well and a great mix of flat and hill there are two extended hill climbs regardless of which direction you go it just depends on how steep you want and how far out you want to go before you hit the hills i like to park in the park park in the park and go uh counterclockwise uh, it's about a four mile warm up then till you hit the big hills there and you can do some real long hill repeats if you want to do that there's plenty of flats where you can work on other paces as a word of caution don't be dependent on gps up there because you're going to be in the woods running around the lake it's beautiful but it's not necessarily going to measure out perfectly to what you actually ran or the pace might be a little bit off great spot that's frequented by a lot of local college and pro athletes super easy access off highway 25 Right near Flat Rock
1: And that is exit 3 When you get on 25 Thank you sir Yeah So you can't mention Lake Summit Without going up the road just a little bit To Flat Rock Cafe
0: Oh mommy mommy
1: Also known by its government name The Flat Rock Village Bakery Located right past the Sky Top Orchard
0: Oh and I tell you what If you go in the fall Those apple cider donors Get you a donut up there Go ahead Benny Sorry yeah, buddy Yes sir And just a little bit getting before Getting all fired up <laughs>
1: Just before you get to the Flat Rock Playhouse. Uh, I personally recommend the coffee and the blueberry scones. Oh, that is a delicious and intimate
0: recommendation from Ben Sessions. Now, I'd like to mention our email address, secondsflatpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your questions, comments, or topics for discussion in future episodes. That is secondsflatpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. We are looking ahead to some great interviews coming up in the next few weeks as we preview the NCAA championships. We look forward to the Prefontaine Classic and the summer road racing season, so stay tuned for more coming again soon. I'm Travis. That was Benji. We are so glad to have you listening. Thanks again. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we will be back soon.